I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jojo, isn't this exciting? It's very exciting, as very it is exciting. every day, Bruce. We're sold out today. We've got two real people. Studio two people. real people. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for our four-star Yes, we had podcast. a four-star review this morning. Uh, Bruce is not happy with it. No, he describes me as camp. Well, that's unacceptable. Uh, could you pipe down, bitch? Thank you. Um, <laughs> No, I just read that and I thought you're actually a homophobe, and right. then I didn't understand why you needed another plug. No, we're, we're why I needed constantly. another plug? Well, because I'm worth it, darling. I, um, I've managed between the car and here to lose my orange juice. Goodness, I know. Life is just a, a mystery. You're so like Madonna. I know. I Life thought that's what I thought. Life is a mystery. And, but I am now um, condom and lubed up because you arrived with a bulk. But he gets me. Condoms in bulk, which is very kind because he and thinks about me. And who doesn't use them? <laughs> well, I've not had a chance to use them recently. No, but the thing Been is, busy. because she enjoys a horizontal refreshment, I'm like, oh, for God's sake. I said, and you do realise, you know, it's not so much, you know, you'll probably get an STI, hmm. you know. You and I said, what's one of them? It. Yeah, so um, I am... Um, you, I, I bring it in bounty from the bum clinic. You and, do. Uh, you, you quite enjoy it, don't I you? I like it. I like getting my little bit, my delivery of bumper, bumper <laughs> condoms. It's so funny, actually. And I'm pleased it's to like you're this. my pimp. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would go for a quality product, not something that's just like, oh, well, you know, uh, and not take the money. Um, it was so funny, though, because Jimmy Quinn, a very good friend of ours, he said, are you really getting your condoms? I went, and Luby went, mm, she'll need that. Thought, he oh, did not. Is that did, what he said? He did, and boy, we laughed. Oh. But we didn't laugh at the lack of cheese in the nachos across the road at the Richmond Cafe. That was £10 for some hot crisps. That was pish. Oh. No, seriously, I mean, I can't eat that. It's too no. many points. And the calamari was honking. Oh, I left before then. Yeah, well, absolutely. You were mm. high on your latte. I was high on my latte. And we're coming to the end of another week. And we thank have, Christ. I know. I think we've had I enough am now. I'm done, man. I mean, it's not that we haven't enjoyed speaking to people and things, but it does. I mean, it's Politics a lot of conversation day in, day out. Honestly, you have to talk to people. You have to pretend I you know, like them. I know. You have to be interested. Exactly. Which yeah. <laughs> can go up and down, really, can't it? It's just a shame the reviewer never came in on a good day. I mean, yesterday was fine. Hello to all the guests. Thank you for coming. Mm. But last Saturday, that would have been a six star. And I don't think yes. you can get a six star review. No. It would have been like an Emirati hotel because <laughs> they're like seven, eight, ten stars. They are because, well, they do. Well, hotels anywhere but the UK are 
marvellous in comparison to the shoddy offering that we've got. An ibis is three fifty a night. What? £350 a night for an ibis. Oh, my God. For an ibis. That is expensive to self-harm. Isn't it? Really? £350 for one of those. I always feel sorry for the people that have to stay when they go and do the stand in Glasgow and they stay in the ibis, Mm because that maybe is... That's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, no, it's horrible. That hotel bar particularly. Oh, my God, that honks of pizza fan. (laughs) Oh, people are using it as lube when no one's looking. Um, I upped my beanbag game yesterday. Well, you're now a human pasty, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, because yes. I, I like my beanbag up at the loft bar, so I go for a little lie down, a little afternoon nap. Yeah. And then it was quite chilly yesterday out uh-huh. of the sun, so I came oh up with the God, idea... Oh, my God, did you just say chilly out of the sun? Chilly out That's of the sun. That's what my mum always says. It's cold. It's cold if you're knowing the sun. It's cold if you're knowing the sun. She's right. <laughs> and so I fashioned lying on the beanbag with a beanbag on top, you know, my wee head popping out. Outside? So, yeah. Why didn't you just stay inside? Because you can't smoke. Right. So and the ashtray next to me. What we have discovered is the one thing that Jojo doesn't like is a solution. No. So, no, much better to be outside complaining about yes, the cold. Yes, absolutely. With your, with your access to an ashtray. Um, and then I lay there and um, whoever the man is that does the basil brush, what's his name? Oh, don't ruin the illusion of theatre. Oh, sorry. Basil, basil brush was there. Basil was there He's with very friendly with Nicola Sturgeon now. Oh, is he? Right, yes. okay. Um... But they, I was just, they were just standing, chatting amongst themselves. And on, they were there for about an hour. And then until they realized I was there and they went, how long have you been there? I went, the whole time. Oh my God, it's so, just an old bit of sushi in the corner. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking speak to it. Don't speak to me. Don't speak to it. But are you no. coping? Are you enjoying yourself? I, I am you enjoying, enjoying myself. Yourself, oh, I am. Yeah. I mean, I was just saying to Jamie, I don't know if um, my liver, I, yeah, I've probably got cirrhosis of the liver and some kind of a habit. But apart Didn't from that. did you have that before this? Um, I think it was more well-maintained and that used to have at least a bit of a recovery period before getting on it again, whereas I've just been on it. And then yesterday I did, um, I know I have a routine where I get a pint of lager before my show and then I take a pint of lager on stage with me. I couldn't face a pint of lager before my show. I took a pint on stage with me. I drank about a sip of it and I was like, oh, no, I can't. So I did not drink all day yesterday because my body just went, oh, have a fucking word with yourself, woman. Really? What did you do with the pint? Um, Just left it for somebody else to, yeah. That is so benevolent. It is. You're like yeah. Diana. I don't know the if Diana that happens anymore. World. Did you used to do that when you were younger? Go swiping around the tables because you had no money as a because I used to drink as a teenager before it was legal, and you'd have no money and you'd go into bars. Yeah. And then you just go you and just swipe all the, the drinks. Ends. Yeah, pick up the drinks that people are yeah. left behind. And then I worked in a club in Glasgow. I don't have a problem one. with I alcohol. I really don't. <laughs> and I worked in a club in Glasgow, and I remember Lulu was mm. doing a performance. She was doing a PA the week before it was Barbara Windsor, and I found out what hotel she was in and kept phoning up and screaming. So I enjoyed that. <laughs> and then Lulu came in, and I ate all Lulu's sandwiches, and then they saw I was stealing out the tail, and and then I was <laughs> but I only got barred for one night and then I was allowed back in. I was never really? re-employed. No. Well, no. naturally. I mean, manual labor was not for me. No. No. Oh, God. No. no, 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 no. No, just silly. Anyway, shall we actually, can we have the house lights up free health and safety? Because yes. our first act is a bit difficult. Because Yes. Difficult because they, drama. It does, yeah. They can't I mean, see. They've I done mean, this deliberately to themselves. No, I all know. for attention. I have to say, though, the idea of putting lights on for Jamie doesn't make any fucking difference because he's It's for his carer. All for his carer. God almighty. All right, okay. 
Oh, Luke, could you just come on and stop drawing attention to yourself? <laughs> Look, I could be blind, but I don't have the time. Sit down. There we go. Come over round of applause. Hello. Hi. Jojo will hand to, you. Hang on, Jojo will hand to you. I'm going to give mic. you a microphone. Um, no, one, two, one, two, I don't two, think one, we bother to even introduce It's not even on, is it? Oh, yeah, who am I? I just displayed um, it. We should, we should tell everybody who's here. Jamie McDonald well, has joined yeah. us. McDonald, hello, how hello, are you? Hello, hi. I'm very good. I've, I've got a sticky foot, man, because I put some fucker's orange juice in the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you doing a call back. Yeah, no, right, do you know why that is? Because your other senses are heightened. Mm. Say again? Your other senses. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say to you was, Jamie, can I ask a question before we go any... Have you always been visually impaired or not? Ah, uh, it's a, it's a, yeah, no, it's, it's it's a degenerative thing. So I yeah, it's I say that once I could see, but now I'm blind. I'm the opposite of that lucky fucker from the Amazing Grace tune. Mm. That's, a good, that's a good joke. We're in a fucking church. <laughs> so anyway, answering my question, it. what could you see before you couldn't? Could you see everything? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think right. Oh, so you do know what the world looks like? I do know what the world looks right, like. And, and now I know what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, oh God, yeah, sometimes. Is, is that very frustrating, like, genuinely? Like, do you get angry? No, no, I think there was a, there was a point in my teens where I probably did, um, but now... So, sorry, just to put a kind of time frame, a chronology on it, how long were you... Paxman style How long uh, were you... Yeah, isn't it? Well, you have to be quiet when people are asking you a question, Jamie. That's the thing. <laughs> and then the answer. So, right, just hang on. So what age did you stop? When did it become that you were in the decline? Because Sindhu V was telling us she had a bulldog and it went blind on Christmas Eve last year. So was it as quick as that or was it longer? Oh, no, I mean, I, I mean I've still got a tiny little bit. Um, ah. But um, I would say it was, became significant kind of mid to late teens. Right. So, so childhood, fine. Skipping Daisy changed the fucking lot, right? Mm. And then, um, yeah, mid to late teens, decline, a uh, bit of denial. Uh, so I probably should have been using that stick maybe five years before I did. Okay. So there's a kind of, um, you know, there's a bit of... A period of a lot yeah, of well, stumbling. Yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly that. Mm. Yeah, because that, 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 you, you get to the point that, that you transition basically from being an able-bodied person to a disabled person, but that transition, that you get to the point um, where you are really failing at being an able-bodied person, right. you know, like you're twatting people and, you know, you just look rude. Mm -hmm. So then the, the, the first day when I started using that stick, which was the, the first day I started at Aberdeen University, I thought I can't, because I, I, I was doing a, a second degree because I'm fucking smart. And, oh, um, he's a clever arse. Yeah, and I, um, I started using it on day one. And it was like, it was kind of like a, a real, what you call, watershed moment. Because mm. it was like, okay, it's, Bye to that guy that was rattling into folk and then this new guy who's got who's who's now marked, who's now totally defined by his disability. Okay. But um I I um it was it was luxury. Like everyone's getting in my way. It's like, oh fucking this is nice. Like, you know, people were like consistent. Oh, so that way we were going, oh well, fucking hell, why didn't I do this years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Instead yeah, of going, my I'm my not blind, I'm gonna be fine. And, yeah. and my family, you know, I thought, you know, my family will be like, Oh my god, what's that like? But they were like, Oh, fucking about time, you know, we've mm. been wanting this for, for, for years. So yeah, that was I can understand that denial, though, isn't it? It's trying to hang on to the past, or do you know what I mean, or or cling on to what you think you know, because change is always, but always quite scary. But that's what they say that human beings are conditioned to hang on to any situation that's familiar, whether negative or positive. Yes, because it's it's familiar. That, are you scared? I don't know. If I got my sight back tomorrow, I'd fuck that thing in the bed straight away. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when it was happening, were you scared? I've never been scared of it. No, 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 it was never. It was never a fear thing. It was just more of a, it was just more of a 
bastard thing, you know, like you know, an inconvenience. An inconvenience. Cause I, I, like I've always, you know, I've always kind of found workarounds and solutions and stuff. But I was never, I was never frightened by it because, like, I didn't focus on what I, I, I was losing. Like, what I've, you know, what mm. I still got is pretty good. You know, I, you know, because actually, that's what my this is a shameless plug, but that's what my show's about this year. Is that the New York Times did a poll and, and Blind came out as like the worst thing <laughs> that could ever happen to us. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and I, and I'm like, I beat, it beat death. Like so, it's like, oh wow! Like, so I don't. I honestly, I don't think it's that bad. But I think, um, but I, I, I've, I've resigned myself to you know, like I, I don't, I don't spend every day yearning to to, to see again. Like I, I don't think disability and happiness are, are kind of mutually exclusive. Mm. So, so that that's why that I, feels I like a bit of an insult, doesn't it? That well, you that somebody probably yeah. cited goes, oh, that's the worst that can happen to you. Go fuck off. Yeah, well, we can't even read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> You can even vote. It's rigged. Is that a deaf person voting for their favourite radio show? <laughs> what happens when you get these visually... Are you on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, so what are the visually impaired tweets? Because that's not, obviously, dots coming through the ether. But, you know, you can get Twitter for blind people. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, so no, what, what you'll do there was just be screen readers. So it'll just be a kind of robotic voice reading out the, the ah, tweet. So yeah, yeah, it just yeah, reads yeah, it yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it but then that, uh, I would imagine, is fraught with danger in some of the translations and not necessarily coming through as <laughs> written that you hear something different to what was but written. But that's a bit like sat-navs. You can't trust them. No. No, no absolutely. How is your driving? <laughs> I still can't get the provision there. So oh, God. Did you, did, you, did you ever learn to drive? No. No, no. no. Right, okay. I have driven, though, but I've never learned to drive. Right, okay. <laughs> That's fair enough. There's a lot of admissions on this podcast. I think if the police go back over it with a fine tooth comb, there'd be a lot of arrests. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time to get people. Everyone's knackered about this time. So I know. The guard's totally down. Yeah, I used I, to drink and drive my mate's car at parties. <laughs> 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 Do you touch upon this in your show? Uh, not the drink driving. No, the, right. uh, the, no. Uh, the the, uh, the the New York Times poll. That's very much the centerpiece of it. Right. Yeah. Mm. And were you insulted by that? <sighs> Do you know? I'm not not no because I'm not I'm not pressy. I just thought it's I just I just wanted to put the, the other case that it's, mm -hmm. it's from a, from a blind person's point of view because I doubt blind people voted in that poll. Um, and if mm. they did, then they're having a pretty tough time. So you know, it's. Uh, but I, I certainly would. I, I'd have put, I'd have put, I'd have put gay down. I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd said that immediately, I might have been impressed. It took you a while to get there, but it's the know. worst kind of disability. It's, but it's, it's nice to know that homophobia is a theme of the review, and now the guys. I know, absolutely. And it was the same with Yuroko. She was homophobic in the beginning because she didn't hug me. No, she did no, not. No, she didn't. No. She was very scared. She could smell a gay. Yeah, she <laughs> could. Do you know she's 187 years old? She looks amazing. She does look amazing. Tone. It's fish. Mm -hmm. Just raw fish. <laughs> like Danny DeVito, the penguin. <laughs> so how do you find then the, the whole month? Is it just the same in as much as you like your show, it's a good show, but everyone else can get to? I mean... I I don't go and I don't go and do other things because it's a you know it's mm. like and it's mental like and the, particularly the yeah I can't I can't navigate it on my own so lovely Georgie from Gag Reflex is helping me here today because if not nice. I, I would I would never go past the front door so um, yeah I, I I I've seen a couple of things but only because I'm doing them for for a TV thing I saw like the circus and the train spotting and I was at that that wrestling thing last night. Um, oh. 
What's it called? You've seen them in the, the Love Bar, though, the big wrestlers kicking about. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mythos with the black. Ragnarok. He's, I mean, he's very handsome. <laughs> he's got lads. all that sort of black face paint yeah. and everything. It's, a choke slam. Is that not illegal? He's not blacked up. He's just kind of. Got I think we call it blackface now. Is it? Yes, oh, right. Okay. Yes, it's blacked black up face. offensive as well. Uh, yes. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Somebody <laughs> needs to keep me up to date. So <laughs> I, do, the trouble being to the I do a joke about um, when my mum had nervous breakdown and ended up in a loony bin, but apparently, loony bins, you can't say that either. So you kind of go, well. She still ended up in a fucking I'm, psychiatric assessment people, centre for six weeks. Do you find that you have to curtail your chatter in public? Are you worried about being quoted as saying the wrong thing? A mm. wee bit. Yeah, I, th- I think everyone is. Everybody's right. walking on eggshells. Are they? Can't say that anymore, Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I don't know. As l- I think as long as the intent isn't malicious, I think you... Do you know what I mean? 100%. No, it's do you feel easy. you can get away with more... Um, you know, you can say something really offensive and go, oh, I don't have a mistake, and that'll get you out of it. Yeah, I did a pretty tasteless joke about uh, quadriplegics. Mm. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> but but, but, but my, my reckoning is, if, if, if the New York Times voted everything worse than blind, I cannot punch down. Oh, if that's, I, 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 I yes. Can, yeah, I can oh, only punch up. Oh, you nailed so, uh, it. Yeah, so the best I can do is a lateral blow, and that seems to be okay. Have mm-hmm. you been to New York to actually go and speak to someone at the New York Times about this? Because <laughs> you seem quite angry. Take them to task. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just cut a pebble off the window, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I managed to get on a plane all the way from Scotland, you big cows. Yeah, like, I love New York. <laughs> I <laughs> heart. <laughs> I heart. Or actually, I don't heart New York. Yeah. You're blindest. Because you are no longer in Scotland, are you? You live elsewhere. Yeah. You've abandoned us uh, for uh, English I've, territory. I've emigrated, yeah. I've mm. emigrated to Sheffield. So, uh, you know, Sheffield? Yeah. yeah just, why? <laughs> that is basically, that's what the city should be called. Why? Sheffield, why? Oh, my um, God. My wife, she's a surgeon. Leave her. So she mm. can't. So you can <laughs> do this, Luke. <laughs> well, of course, because she'll have the money. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but do you like living in Sheffield? Well, I've never been, actually. It, <laughs> I quite like Sheffield. It, it's got I, a nice comedy club. I did. I didn't when I started because we moved down mid lockdown, and mm. I just had nothing. I had no work. I had no people there. Everything was shut, and it was pretty, pretty lonely. But then now we're, we're two years in, and yeah, I love it. Like we're out of the Peak District. It's all. It's, it's just a different pace of life because we moved from the West End of Glasgow uh, down to down to basically the Peak District. So it's is uh, that where Peak Practice was set? Must be. Must be. Yeah. yeah. Must be. I think, I think the name right. is a giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, have you been to the the Peak? district i don't know no right. i don't okay. think so again no. well probably but there's just you, you, areas of places yeah you, you, go, you go through it to get from sheffield to manchester that's oh the well then i've yeah, definitely yeah, been yeah, to the peak, yeah, yes. been the peak mm. district yeah so are you liking it now i am yeah yeah because comedy wise um you're you're got you've got sheffield itself which is quite good stuff and you got leeds you got nottingham manchester birmingham and london so you've got quite a lot of ah. options because you know with you know what it's like in central belt you've got here and you get Glasgow, and then you got caught up to Aberdeen. You know, so it's, uh, oh no, I wouldn't go to Aberdeen. No. There, there, no, nothing ever good happened in Aberdeen, other than being in the second row for steps. Now that's worth the trip. That was one of the earliest bits of advice I got. Actually, if you're going to travel, living in Edinburgh, if you're going to travel for two hours, travel two hours south, not two hours north. 
So that's why very rarely do you have Aberdeen. When they were looking um, on these nephew singular, when they were looking at universities, I said, do not pick Aberdeen. It's a destination. Mm -hmm. There is nothing there. And the people are weird. And I don't care if that offends Aberdonians. Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. And yes, no, hell mend them. But exactly, because remember that woman that couldn't afford a pool that used to go out with Gus whoever and she used to bathe in a wheelie bin? I mean, that's shocking. Do you remember she used to go in the wheelie bin naked? What was her name? Gus, what was his Tosh? Gus Tosh. Do you remember that girl that used to go out with the busty one? Oh, yeah. Did yeah. he not marry her? I, I don't know. She was in a wheelie bin. <laughs> you know, that's in, the point. In, in the house or out in the garden? No, I think outside. She's got, she's got, she's got some stuff. Yes, in it they and put then a hose in it, fill it up, and then. She, but I think it was, really move or tread water, and she was a big girl. Like you know, it, she, it she was a very, a very DIY plunge pool. Oh, it was a poverty plunge pool. <laughs> <laughs> poverty plunge pool. Somebody showed me a picture, and it was it was just the bleakness of hell. The um, picture of the little kids, and it was sent. It was put up genuinely. Dad sort of filling a paddling pool for his kids, and they were splashing about. It's like oh, somewhere in the garden, but it literally was like shameless. It was just like weeds and cracked pavement. It was just, it was the bleakest thing I've ever fucking seen. I thought, <laughs> oh my God. But the kids were having a whale of a time. So well, that's fine. They then. don't know. Kids don't know really no, the difference. Are, are you a gardener? God, no. 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 no, no, no. I, 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 I once mowed the lawn and my wife shat it. Oh, right. Uh, so, uh, no, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. And do you miss no. living in Glasgow? Bits of it, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I love, I love. Have you still got the dog? Oh God, yeah, Hector. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector, yeah, no, Hector's, Hector still. He loves the peat district, like so. Yeah, wow, we've got a, a lots of smells. Spring what Spaniel. kind of spring of spring Spaniel? Spring Spaniel Labrador. Yeah, so he's he's yeah. a nice boy. He's over at my mum and dad's for the month in Glasgow. She's in Glasgow, lucky bastard. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. So where do you stay when you're doing the festival? Then? So I'm on Coburn Street. Um, just above, uh, just near. I'm Riverland. going to have to apologise because I think that pinging noise is, you. is my phone, which is plugged <laughs> in over there. Have you, have you ordered some drugs so the um, other way? Well, that might be. Uh, that yeah, might Uber be. Is um, outside. Um, you carry on talking. I'll just go and switch off the pinging. Right, that's sound. what you do. I'm glad you brought your professional blouse today, Jojo. I mean, what a treat for the sellout audience. So, what are you hoping to get out of this range? Because I haven't asked that about anyone. But what do you want to achieve? Um, I don't know. I suggest I've got, I've, I've kind of done it. Like I've got, I've got a five star and two four stars. So that was kind of what I wanted to do and have, and have a good solid show. Isn't and that amazing? You've got all those stars and no one cracked a fucking noise. Thanks for that. That's lovely. I think yeah, I could, I could feel the bitterness coming off me from over there. So, what do you mean right. five stars? I got four and a half. I never understand. The half stars. What's the half? Ridiculous. Just give me a bloody five. The three and a half is is, is, yeah. a, is a torturous one. No, absolutely. Yeah. Because nobody will put that up in your poster. No. Three but and a half. I was saying that to Philip that you always get so people that get a three and they go, oh my god, it's a three, but it reads like a four. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, it doesn't read like a four. No. You're a whore. It reads like a two. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But wouldn't you rather a load of ones? Oh yeah, because so people were totally confused about coming to see your yeah, show. Yeah, because then it's absolutely something, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, it's well, not. that's it. I love reading the one star reviews, and I think actually one star review shows do pick up an audience because people go, "Oh, God, let's go and see how, how much shit be. this is." Yeah. 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 Um, but the the Edinburgh Fringe game, isn't it, is to get one of each to get a one, two, a three, four, and a five. So across the board from right. each. And what venue are you on it? Uh, Gilded Balloon Sportsman. Oh, that's oh, my that's room. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you be, yeah. What time are you on? You're quarter to five. I'm quarter to eight. Oh, right, nice. Yeah. And do you have any? Because I'm 
I'm just on Lou Conran's just finishing um, just before I start. And so I get her all her lovely laughter. She's having a great run. Um, and then it's quiet for half an hour. And then I don't know who's in the, the billiard room above me that gets my noise bleed afterwards. So do you get any noise yeah, bleed in? Yeah, I, I get some, is it the balcony? Is that but the one just up um, in the top Balcony and billiard room, yeah. Yeah, top left corner, I get some, he's a South African guy that I think his shows about how loud a South African can scream. Oh, right, okay, uh, nailing he, it. He absolutely nails it every night at different points as well. He doesn't scream, you know, you know normally people are doing similar sets, so yeah. similar disruptions happen at the similar time, not this guy. See, I've dealt with screamers all my life. That would be a, that would be a busman's holiday to me, in all honesty. So, no. Uh, so, quarter to eight. Quarter to eight, And yep. the show is called? The show is called Reasonably Adjusted. Re and uh, are you? Oh. I am. You seem to be. I think, I I think so. You're a wee bit spiky to begin with, but you've calmed down. I think you just, I think you lack a wee bit of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. I'll work, I'll work on that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Who are you staying with in Coburn Street? Are you on your I own? I'm on my own, yeah. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, I didn't realise that you couldn't drive up Coburn Street so I get a taxi from the bottom of the road which is fine from the bottom of the road but I've just got to find this innocuous one little door on the way back oh. halfway up uh, do I've you know something it's absolutely outrageous because one of my favourite shops is Time and Tide they've oh, got a big Time and Tide it's beautiful yeah. and uh, they get angry if you go up the wrong way I'm like bitch look I've just bought a drinks trolley I'll drive however I want thank mm. you eat <laughs> shit and die um, they're, they're, they're everywhere now. This sort of these planters that you they block oh, off streets. Oh, I yeah. think that's in case of terrorism, or just terrorism. to irritate the that's shit out of me. Well, no, no, I take it personally. No, 100%. I think they do that for things like the Christmas market and stuff like yes, that. Yes, they do. Yeah. So that people um, can't ever drive since into the, the, the the Glasgow attack, isn't yeah. it? They kind of all these barriers, and <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Well, Jamie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much, Bruce. Thank you. Lovely Cheers. to see Thank you as you. always, darling. Get your prop. Thank you, Take darling. care, and I'll see you on the road soon, I hope. Oh, you will. Oh, oh my God. That I know. Car. Don't I stand. more Don't. about it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there. Christ. Oh, wow. I mean, wow, this, there we go. Do you know, wait. Thanks, do you know Jamie. the thing that's always, always away with Jamie? Because... Jamie doesn't have a fucking clue where he's going, but we can see where he's going. And sometimes it doesn't. My little hearts and my mouth go, oh, fucking well, hell. That, that's why I asked for the lights to go up. Yes, I good thought point, that was well very made. Christian of me. It was very thoughtful. Now, shall we? And just feel free to pop off because I know you're hungry, Jamie. Yes, so. go and have your lunch. Yes. Are you going anywhere nice? So, um, Georgie, is, is Lee back oh, yet? From Because Lee went back down south. Is he back up? Yeah, yeah cool. I'll catch him later. Yes, and I think we know why. Right, we'll move on. Thank you All very right, much. See you later. Amy, can we have a round of applause for our next guest? Our lovely, fabulous Amy. Amy. Come on. Come on, my dear. Here we go. In Another our... early riser. Yes, watch. Hello, dear. Hello, watch hello, hello. There we go, my darling. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm. Alive. Oh, Alive. God. Well, do you know, I think that's always a bonus. First yeah. thing in the morning, you wake up and you go, oh, congratulations, me. I did it. Mm -hmm. I live to see another day. But mm -hmm. I am, I'm well. I'm just, I am so tired. Are you yeah. knackered? Oh, my You don't goodness. look it. Really? Is it no, a you look great. Or a concealer? Or do well, you just drink a lot of water? I drink a lot of water, but last night I, I drank maybe three glasses of wine, which was a lot for me. for Because mm -hmm. for, this is, I'm treating this as a work trip. So yeah. I'm, I'm on my 
best behavior. I know, and we all think of it as a work trip or yeah. as a work exercise, but then, you, like you say, it just overwhelms you, consumes yeah. you, and then it's tiring, and then you need a drink. Yes. You're, you're yeah. more treating it as an all-you-can-drink buffet. <laughs> I, I think that's the thing. I, I know. I am being very professional in turn. I mean, I've been here every day. So I, I, I mean, never said you were. No, no, I know you so were, defensive. darling. I that am That needs to stop. That needs um, to stop. I'm not Nathan. I'm not the enemy. <laughs> Yeah, that's our producer, Family Woes, and is a part-time drag queen. We'll talk later. Mm. Now, Amy, where about you from? I am from New York. From New York. Yes. Right, okay. Yes, that's I good. currently live in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. right, okay. And do because they don't drink wine at all in Los Angeles, do they? <laughs> no, they, no, they only drink green juice. Uh, no. Matcha tea <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Where about New York are you from? New Rochelle. New Rochelle. Yeah, so is that Jersey? No. 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 <laughs> Because La Rochelle was school. That was France. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So New Rochelle. New Rochelle. You know, I'm assuming France came in and, and attacked and took over and called it New Rochelle. I'm thinking New yeah. Rochelle sounds like a new, uh, what do you call, what were those ambassador suites for Ero Rocher? A new Rochelle or a new Rochelle Humes from the Saturdays mm. girl group. Fabulous. Is uh, that, sorry to interrupt, is that genuinely the case in LA that there's just not a drinking culture? There are bars and. Well, well, you'd know better. But yeah. I, I'm a fan of the Kardashians and Kris Jenner, the momager. She likes a drink. She's always steaming. Okay. Drunk. Yeah. Um, so no, they do drink. They just don't drink in the way that we do. Right. Yes. Okay. Because everything is so spread out. You and there's really poor public transportation. So you don't like in New York. We'll we'll go what we call bar hopping, and you just go from yeah. bar to bar to bar to bar to bar, and and walk home but mm -hmm. that's not an option in los angeles so you you drink at home most of the time okay or my favorite i know it's mm, the, yeah. i prefer if i were younger i'd be like this is boring but now no. i love nothing more than drinking at home yeah do you and drink alone oh yes oh good yeah, good yeah. no 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 no, no. Mm -hmm. i drink with the dog because they say it's never drinking alone if you're with the dog oh yeah. but i if the dog wasn't there i'd still drink yes i like to yeah. drink and now this is where I become super judgmental because I never drink on my own. No, but I think if you drink on your own, you have a problem. Your argument kind of falls apart. I mean, that's oh, I only do drugs when I'm drinking, so no, I don't do drugs on my own either. That that would be fucking insane. Oh well, I mean, I did mushrooms once on my own. Really shot myself hard. Never done it again. Ooh. I know. I've never done hallucinogenics, and I just watched this docu series. Um, uh, how how to change your mind. And I, I'm like, I want to try all of them now. Really? Yeah. Because we had, who was that lovely Irish girl that did the ayahuasca? Because you know, obviously you'll know Chelsea Handler. Yes. And I, I'd watched one of her things where she went and did ayahuasca. But it actually looked really depressing. Yes. I was really quite, not scared. I mean, I was drunk at the time because I was at home watching the program. But I was like, mm, and I'd said to the dog, I went, do you fancy that? No. Um, and we just got cheese out. But it didn't look good. No. I no. think they all shat their pants. Absolutely. Oh, I saw that. Yes. yes. And that's what made you want to do drugs. No. But the funny thing is, I'm wondering I what the motivation is here. <laughs> when I saw that that Chelsea Handler experience, I thought, okay, I don't want to do ayahuasca. I don't want to no. shit my pants. No, you know. Well, I remember meeting Margaret Cho a few fringes back, and she went, "Oh, you'd love Chelsea Handler. She she is as she is on tell. Do you know who Chelsea Handler is? She is as she is. And they'd done this thing in Atlanta, and it was Margaret Cho, Cindy Crawford, no, Cindy Lauper, mm -hmm. and Chelsea Handler, right? <laughs> Cindy Crawford. Uh, she was in LA, not drinking, and they were all at Atlanta. And Margaret said, "Oh my God." 
that I took one of these medical marijuana lollipops and I could feel my eyes and I just made all my closing statements and she went out on front of 2,000 people and can't remember a thing and Chelsea Handler went I can't go on and they went why? She went I've shot my pants (laughs) and Cindy Lauper had to go out and say, Chelsea shot herself. We're really sorry. <laughs> if you want a refund, you can get a refund or the tickets will do tomorrow night. She oh. can't come on. We don't have time to clean it up. And I just thought, okay, I know that isn't for everyone, but that is brilliant to me. Mm. I yeah. just love the honesty. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, do you discuss yeah. shitting yourself in your show? Yes. <laughs> oh, my oh God. do you? Yeah. Fabulous. It's like I'm psychic. <laughs> I actually do. Where did you yeah. do it? Well, so my my show lightly it's called Lightweight. It's Lightweight. it's about uh my real life experience with eating disorders and I uh it, my form of bulimia was overdosing on laxatives. <gasps> mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> oh my god, I have a story. Oh, you've absolutely <laughs> preaked them. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I'm young. I'm in college, uh, university. I'm not. I'm 19, and I. The more you take, the less effective they are. You need more, like Ooh. any drug, right? So, so now I can't shit on my own. I have to have laxatives. But now I have to do triple the dosage because my body has acclimated, and then it just becomes this really messy experiment. And suddenly you're on the train, and it gets stopped, and there's no bathroom. There's no toilets on the New York City subway. No. And you have no choice. And those laxatives, you don't know when they're going to hit. So did you go <gasps> sitting down or standing up? Uh, uh, both. I've experienced both. Oh, yeah. My. Oh, so you've done it more than once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, in, in the okay. Show, I, I do a whole montage of myself, of me shitting myself all over New York City. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> oh, it's like a really kind of alternative tour guide to the city, yes, isn't yes. it? Forget the celebrity <laughs> bus. The rough, the rough guide. <laughs> <laughs> what time are you on? 2.50. Oh, oh, shit. Literally. Um, How how do you, because I I always think, um, you can tell I'm interested. Oh, look at him. The body body language has completely moved in and changed. But no, I've I've always been fascinated with going to the toilet and things. And I've said this on the podcast before. So I never got on with my mum as a little boy, little girl, really. And um, I used to do revenge diarrhea to piss it off. So I would take like vitamin C supplements, halibons, and eat Wheat Flakes and shit everywhere. And it would really annoy her. And I remember my sister worked in. Boots the chemist. It's like Dwayne Reed. Oh no, you get an advantage card. And um, <laughs> Tina had said, Mum, why don't you come in? They're doing a kind of sounding survey thing. And my mum always took Nilax, which is uh, a laxative, right? And I remember seeing Lulu advertising Nilax. Uh, Nilax. Lulu's a Scottish singer, but she had a very full handbag, and the handbag was meant to be the bowel, and it was a metaphor, or it was something else. And I just thought, why would Lulu with an expensive handbag put shit and leaves in it? Like it wouldn't happen. Anyway, back to the story. So my mum had got this thing and she'd got all the shaper stuff, this diet stuff, diet factory type things, right? And she'd got laxative chocolate. And I was a bit heavy as a child because my mum fed me biscuits so she didn't have to talk to me, but then would call me a fat poof. And um, I remember there was an advert for Bigger, B-I-G-G-A, marrow fat peas. And it was a big pea that rolled across the plate and the plate split. And my mum would go, hmm, that reminds me of someone, which would upset me. And then I'd go in for the butter cookies. Anyway, the point of the story is, I thought, fuck you. So I ran up to her room because she'd hidden all the chocolate and the cup of soups and all that kind of stuff. Ate everything, right? Ran back down and went, I'm a thin now. And then I just, the tide went out. 
and I don't think that carpet will cover it. Oh my God, it's like we're sisters. I know. <laughs> I know. Do we come from the same mom? That's amazing. Probably. Yeah. Oh, mommy issues. Can I ask a question? So you've dealt with bulimia. Yes. Same with Princess mm-hmm. Diana, so the best one to get. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> what, were, you, were you bigger? Because you're so petite and gorgeous, and I don't mean that in a patronizing way, just Thank lovely. You. But were you bigger, or was it just the fact you were worried about being bigger or uh, becoming bigger? I think it was both. I've, I've uh, experienced both anorexia and bulimia. Um, I, I was... So I don't understand the difference between that. because oh. So explain that, because I thought anorexia was starving yourself yes oh yes no so, but then bulimia is eating and then making yourself sick yes right yes but okay. the both thing they have in common self-control absolutely Am I uh, it's all about control and and i get to that in the show as well and uh yeah i was i was bigger i've always been petite but mm. very very curvy these are my this is my show costume so i purposely kind of cover my body i don't want people to try to size me up on stage but uh yeah i was i i'm a, we're, we're italian uh my dad's side is italian so i i had carbs all oh, right carbs, okay lots of curves and when my parents divorced i uh i started to to binge but not purge just binge and overeat and overeat and so i gained a lot of weight and then i was very uncomfortable and i thought I'm so out of control. I'm going to start to, to purge. Deal with it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then it became an addiction. Cause it, it's uh, you just get this high, this euphoric, like, ah, I got rid of it, you know? And then I gained a lot of weight. I moved to New York city uh, for college and I was there for nine 11. And that is when the addiction flipped to okay. anorexia because I was there on the, there was, everything was out of control. Yeah. And I went, into my flat, I was trying to get to work and the trains were shut down and the, and the taxis weren't taking you anywhere and the phones were out, the TVs were out. So we had no, we didn't know what was happening. happening what was going on. And the world knew, but we, those two of us who were there, we didn't. You just thought, what? Because that's extraordinary happen? that you're actually on the ground aware it's all going on and, and completely clueless as to, yeah. yeah, the bigger impact. Right, right. So I, I went back to my flat and I just started counting peanuts and pretzels. And I counted and I counted and I counted and I felt better. And so it was the way to execute control that day. Mm. But the eating disorder goes way back to childhood. You know, it was re- food was rewards, you know. The but guilt. especially the Italian culture. I oh. mean, it's very much based on, you know, the love of food is very food oh. based. And do you know what I mean? And celebration and always, you know, yes. breaking bread with people. 100%. Oh. Yes. So. Yeah. Now, I grew up in, an, in a household with my great grandparents living on the first floor. Nona. 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 Mm. <laughs> it is like you were you were split at birth, you pair, isn't it? Fascinating. I know. Do you have Italian family no. too? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm very into, I really like the culture. I really like the food. I've always wanted to go to Tuscany and have a proper biscotti and dunk it in something. Yes. I'm, I've never been to Rome and I've told you, you have to go to Rome, you know, if you like pizza and you like pasta and all that kind of stuff. I'm really into Nigella Lawson and she's big on the Italian stuff. Mm. And um, we've nearly eaten at Lady Gaga's father's restaurant at the Link center so and i've seen her on a very gaga christmas i know i'm doing her meatballs and all that kind of stuff Ah. and i like the italian culture and the fact that everything although we tried to do an italian thing in this country it was called domio when you domio day oh stop it i mean what a ridiculous diarrhea in a jar (laughs) with basil 
It's like a lot of those things like, um, oh, uh, that French advert for bloody ridiculous wine. What was it? I've lost words. The Black Tower. No, not the Black Tower. Um, there was that um, advert uh-huh, for advert. some Use French wine. A French le, wine. Labrador or Lador. Labrador. The French Adore Labrador or something. And it was a French wine that no one had ever heard of in France, but they were trying to do, trying to sell it in the UK as the best-selling wine. So things like that with that Dormio, Italians wouldn't go near it. But the Renault Clio and that was very successful and no one in France drove a Clio. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that it was, was Papa. like a very low-grade Lincoln. It was that horrible. was Papa, wasn't it? What? Nicole and Papa. Papa yeah. And then, of course, the twist was she was actually having an affair with her father. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, she wasn't. No, no, no. That was just in my diseased mind. Anyway, so back to the, <laughs> back to the Italian. It's not that I'm sick, but I thought they must be pumping. It was too sexy. It was too sexy. Um, but no, I totally get your whole um, Italian thing because oh. food is such a, particularly from the grandparents, because yes. it's like smack your hands away. You don't I make this. You'll watch mm. me make it, but you're not helping. Yes. And you'll eat it. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. You can't be in the kitchen. In my family, they would begin cooking dinner at like, you know. Four? <laughs> yeah, so early. With three. the vino. Yes. My great-grandfather, he built the house I grew up in. He came from Italy, and, and he uh, he built a wine cellar into the basement nice. and made his own wine. And he would have a full jug of wine underneath the dinner table at his feet for himself. And then put one on the table for the family. But mm. he had his very own <gasps> supply of wine. I Hiya, granddad. God bless him. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, so. I'm totally into that. Well, that's the other yeah. thing. The French and the Italians and the Spanish, they have flagons of wine. It's yes. not a bottle, a bloody flagon yeah. of them. Well, going back to the Nigella, so you know who Nigella Lawson is. Um, she's a cook. She's very attractive, oh. Ruben S, beautiful woman. And there's a woman the same age in this country called Gillian McKeith. And she is what we call a poo pervert. She is someone that gives you a load of fiber, sniffs your poo in a Tupperware, and looks like Zelda from Terror Hawks. Did you ever see Zelda from Terror Hawks? <laughs> yes. So this woman's like a human scrotum. And I remember there was a meme, and it said, both these women are the same age. Nigella enjoys meat. She enjoys pasta, bread, and all that kind of stuff. Washed down with copious amounts of wine Gillian likes cucumbers and flax seeds so obviously you'd go with Nigella's way because Italian well Sophia Lorraine um, oh my god hello oh my god yes that's oh her body is so, yeah it is just and still today it looks oh my god she mm. looks fantastic did it's, you see her in Pret-a-Porter she's still alive I thought yeah. Sophia was dead no, no I think she's no, still no. alive okay, she's She's still alive. Yeah. Oh, no, she yeah. is. Well, now she I'm better be for nervous. the purposes oh of she, she must be she, getting on now. She must be in her 90s. Do you and, think so? Oh, yeah, yeah. she must wow. be. Oh, she looks great. She looks so... Watch her be dead and we have no idea. We're like, she looks great. Well, yeah. she does. But that's the thing. If you die, then you kind of stay the same, don't you? Yeah. In yeah. people's minds, like, obviously, yes. not in reality. Yeah. We'll yeah. always remember Sophia Loren as, like... You know, the classic. So can I ask, because you're really, really personal, has this kind of, has this been cathartic for you? Has it therapized you in any way? Have you been able, do you feel you've recovered and can shut the door on it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It it hasn't been cathartic because I I made sure I had a long time of recovery before I even put pen to paper. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I've been uh, completely like symptom free or, you know, of all eating disorder symptoms for at least 10 years. Wow. Yeah. But it took, I mean, I was in it for 10 years, so it mm. was a lot. And the side, the, the health side effects catch up to you. 
you're in your 20s. You don't give a shit what your doctors are telling no, you. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't take care of yourself, you're going you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. to get osteoporosis by the time you're 30. And I'm like, fuck you. And mm. shit, I've got osteoporosis. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it, it catches up to you. But I had to make sure that I was in a really healthy place in my mind yep. and then in my body too. But mostly like, I see a lot of solo theater pieces and I'm like, oh, they still are going through this. Oh, okay. Can this? you recognize that oh, in other yeah. people? Like this is the, that person's therapy mm-hmm. and, and this is not, I've done it. I've done the work okay. and now I'm just putting out the story because I'm, mm. I, I love to share it. Wow. Yeah. And where is this on, Amy? It's, where can people uh, come and watch it? Uh, Underbelly, yep. George Square. Nice. It's at the Wiku. Oh, yeah, lovely. so it's a little 60 seat theater. Nice. Yeah, but it's so intimate though. Even if there's only 15 people, it feels like a full house. Mm. I love it. It's like here. I mean, yes, I know. 60, you can barely tell. I'm honest. Always I mean, they've like had to put a the jacket house. on. I don't know if they're trying to leave or they're just cold. <laughs> if you are leaving, could you do it now before we get the next guest on? But we'd really like you to fucking stay. <laughs> <laughs> Sit where you are, motherfuckers. Uh, Amy, I, I, I really feel we should exchange details because yeah. we have barely scratched the surface. I know. I you two are very much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, there's a little, I can see a little loving. Oh, nice. there you go. No so pasta good. for us, though. <laughs> Just the salad. <laughs> <laughs> and a good balsamic. <laughs> can we have a round of applause for one? Blaney! Yes. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Oh, there we go. Nice to meet you. Yes, stay in touch. Oh. Now, from one lovely lady oh. to... A lady that has really <laughs> known what life's oh. all about. Give it a round of applause. It is a fabulous day, John. Hey, good day, John. Hello. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I've always dreamt about being sandwiched between you two. Oh, have you? Know, you? Come, well, I, um, your dream has come true, I my darling. I'm delighted because I'm looking at my future and I think you carry it off well. I, You I, are carrying this off well. This feels I, like a bit of a new look for you, I've Dave. I've just done a 100-mile walk. Last week. Where from to here? Uh, Morningside. Morningside, yeah. <laughs> along the cobbles. Walk? No, I did a, I did a charity walk for um a, you know our good friend in comic Sean Locke died. Oh recently. yes, of it's course. A, it, it's a year ago to um yesterday mm-hmm. and Bill Bailey organized a walk with his family and friends. To re- we, re- we, uh, we raised 117,000. Oh, wow. Oh, well done. For uh, Macmillan Cancer. Brilliant. But it nearly killed me. I've lost yeah. four toenails. <gasps> really? It was 100 mile. It was across the Devon Cornwall coast, which mm-hmm. is one of the hardest walks in the country, which Bill didn't tell us. No, and, and, kept and that Bill's quiet. Bill's idea of like, you know, oh, <laughs> oh, this is a really easy walk. And 10 hours later... You're going up and down these cliffs, and uh, mm. yeah, so so yeah, but it was good. It was good. We all talked about Sean and shared stories, and his family were there, Lovely. and his kids heard, you know, How stuff about his children. Is um 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 seventeen. 16 and oh, 11. That is, oh, God, that is such a, a yeah. real tragic age to yeah. lose a parent. And really Sean was is. one of my great mates. I shared flats up Yeah, no, I know you were friends for years. Yeah, so, you know, but so, so yeah, so, um, but I've got no toenails now because I made the rookie mistake. And if mm. you're ever going to walk 200 miles to this right, the thing to do is cut your toenails. I okay. didn't cut my toenails, so I've lost all my toenails. And Ooh. ironically, now I don't have to cut my toenails. Well, that yeah, saves your do you job during the fringe. Back? I don't know. Do they grow back? I mean, you seem a wise man. I, th- I think they do grow back. <laughs> I, th- I, I think what we need is a basin of water yes. on a regular basis <laughs> yes. and maybe some essential oils. No, lovely. A nice, yes, and a nice little something massaging. Well, a nice little massage. Well, remember that? 
big thing that was on a few years ago, that big trend where all these shops were open where fish. Oh, God, and used to nibble your feet. Oh, the fish pedicures. Yeah. Yes. And but they then, all disappeared. I wonder how that happened. You can imagine some guy going, I'm going to, darling, I'm going to put all of your redundancy money <laughs> into, into fish pedicures. We make a fortune. They, they open for about a month. Yeah, and then yeah. they all close. Because I remember seeing them down in Ocean Terminal in Leith, not far from <laughs> yeah. the flat, right? right? Now, Leith is a combination of very desirable and scum. <laughs> and I just used to think that manky water, lovely, you know, wouldn't have any other way, but that man, you know, plankton. And then there was that thing in Abfab where someone lost their life because one drew blood. And yeah. then it was a feeding <laughs> frenzy. And you were like, oh my God, I just wouldn't like that. No, I mean, it, it, they... It was a ridiculous idea, however it got off the ground. Yeah, and I'm so surprised that they all closed. Yeah. <laughs> the fish died because the feet were honking. Uh, now, David, I, I mean, you are doing all sorts of things, the film star right. that you are, uh. um, which I, st I still kind of can't quite correlate the Dave Jones that we've been well, gigging in for years yeah. in clubs and then you popping up on bloody cinema screens. I'm like, what's the, that dickhead doing? The funny thing was, obviously, because did was it you or the film you were in that won the Palm Door? It was, and the BAFTA. Right, yeah. okay, so we're talking. Right. But then my abiding memory of you is, do you remember Big Cha-Cha that was an illegal alien in New York? Big Cha-Cha? Do you remember it, Charlotte what? McDonald? Okay. And I think you were going to pump her one evening. Was that really? I can't remember, okay. we were all in a club. Oh, and my wife like, will be really pleased. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Bleep, bleep, allegedly. <laughs> so it's funny when I see I see all the accolades. Big I Charlotte, the illegal alien, <laughs> I was going to pump once. Well, there you go, you've heard it here. I've been outed and exposed. Wait, sorry, were you married 15 years ago? What, what was, no, I wasn't married. Oh, well, there you go then. Oh, yeah, no, you. Oh, no, 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 I think, allegedly, no bleeping. No, 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 I, yes, in, in a period of time where in you were young, free, young between, free and between, single. Between, uh, like in Friends, we were on a break. break. Exactly, oh. exactly. Yeah, so what about the big... I can't remember this. Oh, big chance, I know, I remember. Where, 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 ah! We were in Newcastle. <laughs> okay. No, no, we went over we Glasgow. Glasgow. And I remember Chuck was trying to smoke at the side of her mouth. You think she'd had a stroke and was coping really well. And that's she, the sort of women she, I like. But, oh, she was... I remember she went like that. She went, oh, I had a, a threesome at Halloween. And I went, all right, okay, what did you go as Miss Piggy? And I went, mm, you wouldn't have needed a costume. Because she was more of a handsome woman than she was a rare and unusual beauty. Mm. And I always remember thinking that you two were going to... I think you went back to her flat. She lived near the Mitchell... <laughs> she lived near the Mitchell Library. No! No, you went to him and you thought neither of you are in my fantasies. I want to talk to the lady about the diet stuff. I'm going to imagine having sex with someone who looks like he's got a stroke. Oh, for God's sake, Miss Piggy. Yeah, but exactly. That's hardly going to get me up. You know, Sunderland sexiest midgets. I don't know, Bruce. I think that could probably get you going. I think as well. White beard. Good way to find out who's listening because if this turns up in the headlines of the Sun. And I'm just totally having to, and I'm just totally having to defend myself. I don't know what he's talking about. He's mad. Well, I'm mad, but that's factual. No, she's. Uh, I, think, I think she's living in Texas now. Oh, oh right, okay, thank so, God for that. Exactly. There we go. I think it's just like, oh, I'll just, I'll just tune into it to this podcast from old Edinburgh. To think I've been away for so long. What? But do you want the biggest laugh? Is that people are like, do you do a podcast? What's your part? And then they're able to say. Where they get the podcast. The, so we do, uh, we leave, we breadcrumb them. Okay. That's the that's the term, we breadcrumb you know, the, them. The, the they podcast are. has become very popular. Yes, exactly. Um, no. so I've just come back from Belgium. You've just come back from Belgium. Yes, I was making a film in Belgium and 
for the first time in my life ever, I had to speak French. I had to learn French. And uh, when the tutor found me up and said, uh, I, just Bonjour. See, I, I just want to see what uh, standard of French you have. And I went, um, Comment te llamas, David? And she went, that's Spanish. I went, that's oh, the French. Oh, that's, that's the level I'm at. Not, not any French at all. So I had to learn that. Wow. And, uh, and it's very hard. I, in the film, I, I, play, no, an ex, I play an no. ex-drag queen. No, I do. Do you? And I'll show you the photographs later, Bruce. Okay. And then you'll change your mind about me and that lady having sex. <laughs> so, are you in the full kit and caboodle for any of it? Or? I am. I do. Uh, Mike. Um, basically, it's a very interesting story. In Belgium, um, um, twenty years ago, same sex could get married. So I played uh, with two guys, a, a French um, actor mm. called Oliver Gourmet, and we were the first couple to get married together. And what it explores is everybody embraced gay marriage, but they didn't see the aftermath of the divorce that's going to happen, you know, you know, and it's the first time it's been shown that, you know, because, you know, people get divorced all the time. Absolutely. So it's about this couple who will be married for 20 odd years. They've been together for a long time. He's an ex-policeman. I was an ex-drag queen. I'm English expat living in Brussels. And it's about us sort of um, basically breaking up and not communicating. And, what, and the called? drama. It's called Les Tortues which is the turtles in French. Because have you seen, um, is it Uncoupled with Neil Patrick Harris on Netflix? Yeah, right. So that's about a very, because the vast majority of homos that you meet, right? They've been, we've been together 30 years. Oh, I love them, I love them, but I wouldn't yeah. sleep with them, right? Yeah. And it's basically <laughs> two men that are like, I don't want to stay in a small house. Yes. I'm used yes. to the money. That really is yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. And it's and all it, about standard of living. Yeah. So that's, when's that coming out? That's coming out in February, but it's, it's hopefully going, like, it's been entered to the Cannes Fiddle Festival and to, few other festivals but it's a great script and uh funny dark uh, very very moving mm -hmm. and uh and i do five scenes in french and the first day when i was speaking french we're doing this courtroom scene and the thing and i had to speak french when i spoke french all the crew and the director started laughing and i went <laughs> yeah. oh thanks very much for your support and he went no dave you're so cute when you speak French. Aww. You're like a baby. <laughs> they will love you. And I thought, Aww. oh, well, that's quite good. You know? So, yeah, so I'm doing that. So that was a really good thing. So how many times have you been to Cannes? Because I wanted to go this year because Kylie did a remix with Peggy Goo and <laughs> it was sponsored by Magnum. All my favourite things. <laughs> but I've never been and I've always really fancied it. Well, I'll it. tell you what, Bruce, if I, if I go to Cannes with this film... <gasps> I'll 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 dress in drag and me and you can go together. I'll, I'll go as your partner. I'll be the new husband. I am going to hold you to that. You heard it here first. Maybe Burke, if you're listening, because I know you have a photographic memory. I'm and off to Cambridge. Here is Dave Johns with his new wife. Hi, <laughs> oh, you would love that. And what are you wearing, Bruce? I'm wearing George from Asda. <laughs> oh. oh no, I'll be wearing Tom Ford. Come on, bitch. Oh. Yes. Yeah, standard, standard. Um, George Fisherman's, George. Fisherman's George. Friend has just come out. It comes out on Friday. Oh, it comes yeah. out Friday, okay. Yeah. Is that where the hat is a nod to? Are you a method actor? No, mm. I'm just bald. Oh, right, I have okay. different coloured hats because you know when you... See, you can, you've got a lovely head of hair, you see. I've just had it all cut off. just had but a lovely yes, haircut today. You can today. change your hair, can't you? Ah, yes. I can't, I'm bald, so I wear different coloured hats. Yeah, nice. ah. It's sort of my mood. Today my mood's more sort of like dark and yeah, dark, but yeah, yeah, dark yeah, and yeah. stormy like the drink snoods apparently they're called. yeah that's exactly what they're called well snoods came back because people didn't want to wear the the masks so snoods because remember nick kershaw from the 80s he was big into the snoods <gasps> i met chesney hawks yesterday. oh i know how exciting <laughs> <laughs> sorry just <don't... laughs> where did 
up at the loft oh, bar. The fucking oh, loft no, bar, yeah. Jesus. And because okay. I'm yeah, yeah, no one and only. But Nobody. that was number one. That was right. number one the week that my son was born. Okay. So it's always been a thing in our house. And for my son's 30th birthday, I got a, the, the, the one and only single. I don't know what he's doing. I used doing. to be Chesney Hawk. Yes, probably. But yes, so I got a picture of him for my son. He was blown away. He's lovely, lovely, isn't he? He's really sweet. Very attractive. But I think he's married. Anyway. Okay, well, um, let's get off this sort of Well, like, you shouldn't yes. let that put you off. I mean, it doesn't it's stop Cha Cha. Apparently, it didn't stop me. Actually. No. Apparently. <laughs> 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 Yeah, little rogue in, in Bruce's brain. Um, what I love because in Bruce's brain, my new film next week. I still think very fondly of obviously we're friends on yeah. well, we're friends in real life, but we're yeah. friends on Facebook, and I very vividly recall when you had the first callback for I Daniel Blake. I know, I know. And um, we all kind of went on the journey with with Dave because he was so excited about well in fact you had to take one of the posts down because you peaked too early I did with some, infra- some but information. All I, all I ever thought was to do the auditions was I'm gonna meet Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought Just so excited. I mean and when he offered me the pot, because Ken didn't even tell me what the film was about, we're just yeah. doing these scenes. Yeah. And then he said to me afterwards he goes uh, and, and I did about five castings and he went Dave, we thought you were brilliant. We want to offer you the part. And I went, wow. And he goes, uh, he goes, you're playing, um, and the film's called I, Daniel Blake, and you're playing Daniel Blake. And it's about a guy who's navigating his way through the benefit system yep. in the UK. And, and I went, oh, I thought it was Spider-Man, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, and he went, he went, no, and I went, well, I don't fancy it then. And he's like, friends, of course I do, of course I do. But that's the and, thing, because you're yeah. the same height and build as Tom Holland. Am I? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> so you could, like, genuinely, yeah, yeah. you could get could a, do a job be, swap. Yeah. Do a job swap. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was. I still, and I still, and it's, no, I know, it's been know, a joy it's for all of us watching yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you watching know, your to, success. You know, going to the Cannes Film Festival, mm. me and Hayley, like two little kids on yeah. the Cannes Film Festival, you know. Am I was it? Am I got a bit drunk? And I was at the bar, and I, and I, I mean, you're gonna like this, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and Meryl Street was coming to the bar, and I just saw, her and I didn't know what to say, so I went, Meryl, it's all free. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, Yeah, I know, I've been to loads. <laughs> <laughs> it's all free. <laughs> now you have to remember because you mentioned Hazel there; she's staying at home next year. Yeah, okay. th- that's a promise. Come on okay. now, Hazel, back mm-hmm. in your box. Okay. Was Meryl nice? Did you speak to Meryl? She, she, she was very nice about, about the thing. And, and then I was on the red cup at the BAFTAs and this woman came up to me. And she goes, hi, uh, I'm Barbara Broccoli. <gasps> Broccoli? She's the, she's the one who... James Bond. James Bond. Oh, come on. And, Grow up. And she said... No, me, she's from Little. I supply the veg. And she went to me, oh. I just want to say... Good luck for Daniel Blake tonight. She said, uh, honestly, "Oh my God!" She said, "She said, for my money, your performance in Daniel Blake was one of the best male screen performances I've seen all year." And I went, "Oh, thanks very much." And I went, "Can I be the new Bond?" And she went, <laughs> "No." <laughs> and <walked away. laughs> but my God, that is an Incredible. amazing accolades. That's yeah. Yeah. Isn't oh. it fabulous? No, it is, it's crazy. And it just came out the blue, you know. We're all very proud of you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> so great. Um, but your roots, obviously, is a bloody stand-up, Dave. So you, you're that's not. Why I'm back. That's why you're here. But you know, doing stand-up, both of you, it's an addiction, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course it is. And you can't stop doing it. Yeah. And that that feeling of making 
people an audience laugh mm-hmm. or no as the case maybe sometimes absolutely it's just that buzz of being yeah. in front of a live audience yeah. and that's why i'm back to, uh, in um doing the festival now you know just just because i love doing stand-up you know and it's nice now because i don't have to do it as a job mm-hmm. it's it's made me more free you know yeah. what i mean because you know and yet and also just to do the gigs that you want to do in the rooms that we yeah. all know and love yeah. and not yeah. have to do the ones yeah. that we go yeah. because you guys know the worst thing about stand-up job is the traveling yeah and being away from home and being in horrible mm-hmm. hotels and, yeah. and and i mean i was in a travel lodge once and i went downstairs and i said uh, excuse me mate there's two springs sticking out my bed bed he went, what? I said, there's two springs and the mattress is damp. And he came up and he went, all right. And he got and he, and he phoned down. I thought, oh, they're going to. And he just turned the mattress <laughs> around Jesus. the other way. And I went, are you joking? Okay. He, went, he went, well, it's all right now. It's not sticking. I went, but it's wet. I don't know what. So I take it you don't miss Middlesbrough on a Saturday night. I don't. <laughs> but, 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 you know, so you know how, how tough Absolutely. it is being away from home. But, but, it, but you know, for that. 20 minutes on stage, mm-hmm. it seems to be worth it. You know? Yeah, no, it is worth it. It yeah. is definitely worth yeah, it. Good, I mean, man. I don't mind the travel as much. I like, but then, yeah, I like to travel yeah, about. Don't. You hate the travel. Yeah, and oh. I hate the people. Uh, yes, no, I know. Yes, no, I, yeah, I hate do. audiences. I don't know why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know why? Because I've says... never been sacked. That's the whole reason. Anything I tried to do beforehand, I was sacked. No one's put a stop to me. What did you do before Stan? Oh, <laughs> do you know something? I'll tell you in Cannes next year. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll, we'll have a ball in Cannes. Absolutely. And, and uh, when people go and say, I'm, I'm sorry, so what's your name? You just oh, go, Craig from I, I, go, I don't want Anybody yeah, no, 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 leave her alone. Leave her alone. I do love, I do love that as an explanation for your career. No one stopped me from yeah. doing it. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I'm just realising the time. Dave, please tell everybody where you're, where they can see you. Can they still I'm get tickets? I'm at Balloon mm-hmm. uh, uh, to the 28th of this month at 8.45 in the wine bar. Lovely. And it's been great fun so far. I've done two shows so far and it's been lovely. And I've had a couple of five-star reviews. Congratulations, well done. I was just bemoaning my four and a half. I, I got I, a four and a half. And Chortle giving you a three and a half. Oh. I mean, how, how, how slapping the teeth is that? Yeah, I thought you were brilliant, but I'm just going to withdraw. Oh, do you know yes. something, no, though? Yeah. He is Abs- a troubled soul. And Mark he Nelson nerdy, tweeted nerd. last night, to let you understand, Steve Bennett, the runs Chortle, comedy reviewer, you're like really personality disorder. And Mark Nelson had said, denied Bennett a comp last night, yes. felt good. So shove your three stars up your hole. We're off to the south of France. No, Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Jones. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, that's us. a pleasure, my darling. Good to see you. That's us for another day. It is, again. Yeah, two more before I'm away. Two more before we get rid of you to downside. Before I'm away, yeah. And I have a replacement with Gus. Yeah, oh, so a replacement, poor, poor A replacement Gus service. Well, exactly. <laughs> okay, then, love. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.